0: Welcome to our Castle Wellen Weekend 2021 podcast. We are excited that Michael Spence is with us to share on our theme seasons. Listen with your friends, family, youth group, or by yourself, and be sure to check out our amazing downloadable resources and hit us up on the Instagram. Enjoy. I love winter. I love the feeling of the nights drawing in, pulling on my boots, walking under the stars. I love friends gathering around the fire to keep warm and tell stories. And of course, it's magical when it snows. There's another side to winter though. The leaves are off the trees. Animals are in hibernation. It's like nature is in lockdown. Everything's on pause, just waiting. Waiting for life to begin again. Our lives have seasons too, and some seasons of our lives can feel a lot like winter. Times when we don't enjoy the things that we used to enjoy. Friendships that used to give us so much life have turned sour or faded into the background. Maybe we feel like our relationship with God was deep and joyful. And now we're wondering, is God even there? Throughout the Bible, we find people crying out to God in the winter seasons of their lives. Like this group of people who are kept as slaves in Egypt and they find themselves crying out to God to set them free. Or this woman, Hagar, um, she's been abandoned in the desert by the father of her child and she's just desperately trying to keep them alive and she cries out to God to rescue them. In the Bible's songbook, the Psalms, we find people complaining to God. Why are you far away, Lord? Why do you hide yourself when I'm in trouble? Because it feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? Jesus, on the cross, quotes one of those Psalms when he cries out, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? There's even a whole book of the Bible called Lamentations, which means weeping. Do we get that? There's a whole book in the Bible called Weeping. Because crying out, lamenting, is an important part of being human. Because unlike all the happy Instagram faces, there is another side Life. We experience the summer, but we also experience the winter. We experience joy, but we also experience sorrow. And the right thing to do with that is to tell God about it. You have lived through one of the strangest most stressful times in living memory. And I think we're still all trying to find words for how we feel. I think we felt frightened and I think we felt numb and I think we felt overwhelmed and I think we felt bored and I think we felt lonely and I think we felt lost and I think we felt angry and I think we felt forgotten and I think we felt frightened again and I think that doesn't Even begin to cover it. And the right place to bring all of that, the right place to work it all out, is with God. Scripture gives us different pictures of God as uh, as a mother hen gathering up her chicks, Uh, as a good father, a daddy who loves to listen to his children. God wants to hear about your life. God wants to listen to your complaints. God wants to hear you talk about everything you feel you've missed out on through this strange time. If you've missed your social life, if you've missed out on parties, if you've missed out on milestones, if you've missed out on opportunities, if you've missed loved ones, all that sense of loss. God wants to hear about that. Pause for a moment and picture a little kid, and something has gone wrong at school. Maybe they got blamed for something they didn't do. And they're feeling the injustice of it, the pain of it. And they can't quite understand what's happened. They can't put it into words. And they come home and there's mommy or daddy. And the little kid climbs up onto mommy's knee, buries the head in mommy's chest and just sobs, just weeps, just lets it all out. that's what we need to do that's what God invites us to do I'm a daddy um, and believe me when this kind of thing happens there's a lot of noise uh, and there's a lot of tears and there's a lot of snot and a lot of drool and you really end up in a bit of a mess it's okay to be in a mess before God Instead of holding things in uh, or only being honest with God about the tidy parts of our lives, we can be vulnerable with God. We can be open with God. We can be honest about where we're at and how we're feeling. It's okay to cry out to God. It's okay to scream to God. This is what Psalm 34 says. The Lord Is near to the brokenhearted. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. So maybe you need to find some one on one space for you and God. Go for a walk or shut the door of your room. Take some one on one time. And be honest with yourself and with God about how you've been doing. God wants to hear. I remember a time that I was really ill. And at the beginning of it all, I was feeling overwhelmed by what was ahead of me. A long Struggle, a really horrible time, and the end wasn't in sight. But a few weeks in, something happened that reminded me this is not forever. This illness will not last forever. This struggle will not go on forever. It will end. Change will come. Seasons don't last forever. They end. Change will come. Our emotions can be like the weather. When it's gray and cloudy, it seems like the whole world is that way and will always be that way. But when the sun breaks through, it's like we can't even remember the rain. In the famous story, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, C.S. Lewis imagines a world where it is always winter, but never Christmas. The White Witch has the whole land under her spell, turning the people to stone. The only hope for their misery to end is the return of the great lion, Aslan. And for the writer, this is a picture of how the struggle and the sadness of the winters of our lives can be transformed by Jesus. Listen. is aslan asked susan aslan said mr beaver why don't you know he's the king he's the lord of the whole wood but not often here you understand never in my time or my father's time but the word has reached us that he has come back he is in narnia at this moment He'll settle the White Queen all right. It's he, not you, that will save Mr. Tumnus. "She won't turn him into stone, too," said Edmund. Lord love you, son of Adam. what a simple thing to say," answered Mr. Beaver with a great laugh. "Turn him into stone!" <laughs> if she can stand on her two feet and look him in the face, it'll be more it'll be the most she can do, and more than I expect of her. No, no, he'll put all to rights. As it says, in an old rhyme in these parts, wrong will be right when Aslan comes in sight. At the sound of his roar, sorrows will be no more. When he bears his teeth, winter meets its death. And when he shakes his mane, we shall have spring again.